Welcome to a brand new episode of Payne's World, presented by PSPN. Uh, this is an excerpt from a conversation Gary and I had uh, prior to recording the betting podcast. Uh, so uh, we had an interesting conversation. Things went uh, a little crazy, and uh, I really hope you enjoy it. I'm glad to get Payne's World back going. And without further ado, let's just jump right into the new episode of Payne's World. Was recording, and we'll be able to pull up these <laughs> clips of like me just because you know you get set up and then you just come over here, right? And as soon as you give me the mic, I'm talking straight into it, which is good. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, well, that I mean, it's the I mean, it's a general idea. Of, you, you give someone a mic, you talk into it. Yeah, and uh, and you do it very well. Sure, maybe mostly when no one's even looking. Like, I, I mean, like, like, like I just come here and drop it off, and then you're just like, yeah, you're I mean, just talking into the microphone, but we're just having casual conversation. That's right. It, well, it's preparing me for when I am on the microphone and we're live. You well, know, it's, it's, it's like you're envisioning like a fake audience. Correct. I mean, it's it's about what you do when the lights are off. You know, it's about what you do when you don't think other people are watching. It's it's that that's what it's about. That's like a very. You sound like the. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Like no one's looking, and you're doing that weird crackhead dance that he yeah. does. <laughs> and like, what a part in wait, uh, <laughs> what a part in that movie though. Like that was kind of so he just killed the the guy the, the guys in the in the subway. Yes, he escapes. Yes, and then he just he literally transforms into the Joker and then celebrates it with some sort of mm -hmm. black swan-esque dance. Yeah, very disturbing. You know, he's just in the bathroom, and all of a sudden it just clicks in his head, and he just does his weird thing. But what a movie. Or, like, what a film. Or did any of it happen? Some of it definitely happened. Or maybe none of it happened, and he was just in the asylum the whole time. But then he killed her at the end. Killed who? The lady he was talking to. Oh, sure. So you think that might have been the only thing that happened? I think – well, no. I like to think because I enjoy the movie, and it's and if you believe what happens after he just decides to go full nuts, if you choose to believe that happens, then the movie's like just freaking fantastic. But there is the possibility that he just like – after he faked this relationship with the girl. Yes. He found out that his mom abused him, and he killed his mom, and then then he killed the guy, and he sta like stabbed the guy in the eye and killed him. Or did he? But like you could probably say that he he def no he definitely killed that guy. But like he probably just got arrested after that. Like, whenever they were chasing him, they probably just arrested him. Well, no one would have known that he killed him. The little man. That little man ain't saying shit. Did you? He literally had to ask him to unlock the door for him, the the chain bolt because he couldn't reach it. Well, the, uh, and this was after having to literally watch the entire thing and then watch uh, the Joker <laughs> just sit there. And he's just yelling, "Arthur, now!" Yeah. But and the thing that makes me not think that. The hold, ending on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I just had a realization. Oh. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. that that actor plays Tyrion in the play yeah. in Game of Thrones. Correct. Yeah. That is him? Yeah. 
No way. Yeah. Wow. I just, <laughs> you, I just, just those. that literally just hit me. I just like, saw, I just saw like just, a light bulb. Like literally, I see a lamp over your head right like now, a, and then like actual, a truck. Yeah, just fucking hit you. But okay. What, anyway, what what I'm saying is, I think that whenever he's in the talk show, mm-hmm. and he just decides that he's going to do this fucking thing, and he's going to shoot Robert De Niro, shoots him. But then, like, no one really does anything. Like, everyone's like, oh, no, you shot him. But, like, the two, like, the guests and the coat and his sidekick, they just sit there. They don't run away. They were probably shocked, Payne. I I feel like. That was like if we had a third person here and I pulled out a pistol and shot the the third person in the head, what would you do? Um, I would have questions. Yeah, but immediately you'd probably just sit there and you'd probably maybe blink a few times. Well, if I saw you pull out a gun, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, this is it. <laughs> You're thinking it would be you. Yes. If I, I had I, to waste some one of the two people other than myself, it would be you. I mean, I, I kind of have it coming at this point, right? Well, I mean, that's a that's something for you to decide. See, I don't like that. That's very... Uh, you just left that very open. That's something for, me, for you to decide. For me to decide. You're the one with the gun. Well, for hypothetically in this situation, I do... So are you blackmailing me with murder? No, 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 no. You're like, a, you know... No. Are, you, are you... I definitely wouldn't tell you This is like was, a very, like... No, I definitely wouldn't make any God, sort of you're hint. You're godfathering me right now. I wouldn't make any sort of hint that I would kill you're, you if I were, like, was going to kill you. I'm going to give you enough you can now refuse. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the movie. Yes. What a film. Very good film. Like, wh- what did you think about the the Thomas Wayne twist? Well, the double twist. Yes. Because they first set you up and they're like, oh, he's his daddy, which yeah. means, oh, he's Batman's big brother. Correct. And then, and then he goes, and see, this is, once again, I don't think, very easily you can say he did not actually go and like, grab bruce wayne and talk to him yeah imagine like because why why and during that time and that fragile part of like that time period where there's riots and stuff that bruce is just willy-nilly and then alfred just loosely just like walking around not exactly knowing where bruce is and there's this complete stranger who somehow made it to the front gates of wayne manor and he's like Come here. And Bruce then, is just and maybe then, chilling. But then Bruce is a smart kid. Yeah, but he wasn't smart enough. As a kid, Payne, would you have let a stranger stick his fingers in your mouth? No. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what the hell is Bruce doing? That's what I'm saying. It, and then Alfred comes up, and and then Alfred knows who he is. Yes. Ju- from Because Arthur's like, you know, He's my dad, or something, or yeah. He, says he makes a connection. Like, Why he's... would Alfred know this random ass lady, this random ass crazy lady that worked as like a secretary? Because he probably was involved in setting up the whole ordeal to put her away and basically silence her. Alfred wouldn't do that. He would. He, not my Alfred. No. Maybe not, not Michael Caine. Uh, maybe not Michael Caine. Ma- Michael Caine. But definitely whoever the hell this Alfred was, he definitely would. And then, well, then after that, and then he goes to the play, and then somehow just nonchalantly sneaks in while there's a huge crowd up front, sneaks in, 
Well, he he he's wearing the he's wearing the. Uh, but he sneaks in the the employees. He sneaks uh, in before that though. Like no, he sneaks in with just clothes and then. Oh he, yeah, then well, he, goes to a closet. he like goes like through the like the barricade and then he kind of walks underneath, and he just kind of slips in. You're right. It's like, hey, I don't know if you knew this. He's not Joker yet, but this Arthur guy. Right, but he's kind of been in the then, news. Then he goes know? and chases down. Thomas Wayne in the bathroom and is like, Daddy? Yeah, should should Thomas then, Wayne be allowed Thomas to Wayne go to the bathroom alone? And then Thomas Wayne's immediately like, Your mom's crazy. Like, I know who you are. You're yeah. you're Arthur. Why does why does everyone know who he is? He's nobody. That's well, the point. I mean, to these people, he probably is someone. Unless Thomas Wayne has multiple uh people that think that he is the the father of their child, then I think he'll be fine. But but the, the bigger question is, why is Thomas Wayne going to the bathroom by himself? That's the point, is that this is all seen through the lenses of a crazy person. It doesn't make any sense. Bruce would, like, a, nor- a kid would not go up to this creepy, dirty guy at, at your gate of your mansion with your butler who's supposed to be over your shoulder all the time. I mean, maybe he's a kid. He's curious. And Okay, well then, okay, Thomas Wayne, who's running for mayor mm-hmm. during times where there's a angry, violent crowd outside. Well, they're outside. There's See, murders on the streets. People are, you know, yelling for the killing of the elite. And then he's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to go take a piss. And then... And then he turns around. And he's like, "Oh, I'm not your, I'm not your father. You don't even know." Blah 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 blah. It just, I don't, I, I choose to accept that it happened, but it you really, don't, you really don't have to like try and put the logic together for every everything. You know, you gotta, you gotta just let some things fly. But the thing is, if the movie. The movie sets up the fact that things that you see on the screen are not as it actually is with the fake relationship. It could or could not be, it, yes. It, it cut and dry shows you, oh, he made up that relationship. Yeah, but so it, what but else it, could he have made up? That's, that's what point. That's what gets you to That's what I'm question. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Possibly none – like he like killed his mom, maybe killed that guy, and then – he just went to the asylum. He definitely killed that guy. He he had okay, it coming. He definitely killed that guy. Yeah. And then he just probably went to the asylum. No. No. But then he would have never become the Joker if he didn't go to the asylum. Right, which is why you have to choose to accept that it all happened and that he's the reason why Batman's parents I mean, if you're going to buy in, you got to buy He creates Batman. You got to buy full in. But then also the, the the problem is is that like the Joker's like a smart guy like he's like a he's like a he's like a cunning quirky like strategic mob guy mostly like he's like yeah. organized crime. Do you really think Black Swan, schizophrenic, like hallucinating, constantly chronically laughing Arthur? Do you think he can? You know, operate as a Possibly. organized crime boss. You're supposed to believe that he has to, and that's that's the. But he's in an asylum at the end of the movie. How does do, do, or am I to assume he gets out? Because I don't think so. I think he just starts. Like, so he killed that woman, and then he was running around at the end of the movie, and the guards were chasing him. So you assume that, as the okay. joke as the Joker progresses and Batman grows up, 
that he will eventually escape, yes. Or does, through the movement he created, he actually, he is the Joker, but he creates the eventual crime syndicate Joker. Like, the guy is inspired by him to be, like, Batman's eventual arch nemesis. You think he's not the real Joker? Is it the age difference that's throwing you off? Or is it I just... I mean, that doesn't hurt. But also, like... He's very unhealthy and malnourished. I don't know how old he is. And his mom, his mom wasn't that old. He could have been like 30s. Yeah, well. And Bruce was like, what, 10? Maybe. That's, I mean, that's why it's so interesting to see these multiple versions of the, the Joker being played out. Mm-hmm. And I know we've both played a lot of the, the Arkham Batman video games. Yeah, well, that, that that's what I'm basing. That's literally what we're both probably basing our entire Hello, outlook of the Joker bats. on, and Hello. and of course Heath Ledger's performance in uh, you know the Dark Knight. But can you do a Joker impersonation? Not, I'm not. Or like any Joker? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Have I'm not gonna seen, put a stain. Have you ever seen the, uh, the on Jack my, Nicholson Joker? I've seen bits, parts of it. It to te- tell me, it's not good, right? It's it's not. It's not good. It's not. People are like, that's my Batman. It's like it's not good. Uh. Michael Keaton is not a good Batman, and Jack Nicholson with like his messed up face being like, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then Batman's like, what? He goes, I don't know. It's just something I like to say to my prey. And he shoots him. Yeah. Like, And then the effects are terrible. And it's just, it, I don't understand how people are like, no, Jack Nicholson was the Joker, blah, blah, blah. And then Heath Ledger comes around and he's like, you want to know how I got these scars? And like he does all that. And then Jared Leto happens. Uh, your boy Jared Leto happens. No. no. Like, okay, hold boy. on. If You um, can't say that. You know, of course, you're also, you're, he's not my boy. You're I, 30 Seconds to Mars fan. No. Isn't that I'm band? not even sure what the hell that means. Uh, he's like the he's like the front man of like a band. I'm pretty sure he's the front no, man of that band. I have no clue. He's I, in a band. No, I see so you're missing a sleeper Joker here from the TV series Gotham. Now they couldn't actually call well, him Joker, right? He was Jerome and Jeremiah Jer- Valeska. I'm not caught up, but yes. But um, yeah, I'm I'm that that one is at least top three. Could be two. Yes. Could be he was definitely in my top. He, in my opinion, jumped over the like original quote unquote Mark Hamill Joker, uh-huh. like his in person Joker. Oh. It was Heath Ledger, uh, Cameron Monaghan from um, Gotham, and then now I think I got to put Joaquin Phoenix probably either second or third. But that is that is a he, good I Joker. Think he's second. That is a good Joker on Gotham. I think he's second. Joaquin second. It's a fantastic Joker. Um, so do you think jo- Joaquin would have been first if? Well, obviously that 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 the the you think Heath Ledger if Heath Ledger's performance would have came say now, do you think he would still have enough to outdo Joaquin Phoenix, or do you think it was? Well, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker doesn't happen if Heath Ledger's Joker doesn't happen. Correct. That's what. Yeah. So it's just we're, it's just a whole bunch of hypotheticals, but a great film. It was really, mm-hmm. and 
I don't really watch. I don't go to the movies a lot. I no. really don't watch a lot of films like mm-hmm. sit down from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. But it was really a film that you couldn't just sit there and like try and be a sponge and just take it in and um, like figure out what was going on. Yeah. Like you had to actually like put stuff together while you're watching. It was right. almost a very it was I will I'll say it's like an active experience. It wasn't a passive experience. It was active to where you literally had to connect the dots. You had to assume certain things. You had to realize what sorts of things in society and culture they were talking about or highlighting mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was such a great experience to sit down and watch the film. And see, I went with my younger brother. Oh, you saw you saw it with young Pat. I did see it with young Pat. Yes, and um, so he really didn't understand most of the of the stuff that was happening in the background mm-hmm. in the first half of the movie because mm-hmm. he just didn't get it. And it's ve- I would think it would be very easy for someone to walk into that film and think it was absolutely terrible. I think it's very easy for someone to think that, but it was great to be able to sit through the movie. And then, like, you figuring it out as you're watching it and then being able to explain it to someone who didn't quite put those pieces together. And then they be like, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because yeah. that's, like, what they were trying to do. And, like, their appreciation for the film just, of course, like, goes up. And it was just great. It was a great film. Best actor? Oscars? Best a- I think he has a he has a good chance of winning. Well, yes. you don't watch movies. I don't watch movies, so, so you don't you don't even know. You I don't, don't know, know who's up for best actor. I'm I'm sure Endgame will probably get a. Uh, I read a thing that the people are starting a campaign for Tony's uh, Tony Stark to get a. Has he ever won an Oscar? No. Um. Yeah, for Chaplin. So he's got his. I own. think he won for Chaplin. I know he got nominated for Chaplin. Well, Joaquin Phoenix hasn't he also won an he Oscar? He has won for. I know he's been nominated. Uh, he's been nominated for a crap ton. He lost for her. He might have won for Walk the Line. Do not know. Uh, he might have won for supporting in Gladiator. Um, I do not know, but. He's been nominated plenty of times. Uh, he's been nominated for the Master also. I don't. I don't think he won that. So do you think that? So they're making a push for Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. to win, and it's and this is in Best Actor. Uh, yeah, yeah. For for the for, you know to get to get that demographic to watch the Oscars, I'd imagine. Yeah. So. And for the you know I, that's the more Vegas of like betting. a that's more of like a career's like worth of work Oscar. Exactly. That's not like a one single. Well, film that's how Oscar. Leonardo DiCaprio got his Oscar. Like he didn't. I mean, like yeah, the the Revenant was all right. It was pretty, but like he should have won. I think the biggest crime against humanity in movies in general was the fact that Leo didn't win Best Actor for The Wolf of Wall Street, which is an all time all time all time performance all time. But I. Joker, it was good, but you have you, you have to just subscribe to the fact that if they didn't suggest and just implant in your head the fact that it could possibly be fake, like if they just like cut and dry mm-hmm. was like you know this is what happened, I think that would. But then again, that might add to it because then that opens up the conversation about you know mental health and like maybe Correct. this was all through his crazy brain. Yeah, because 
and then the whole aspect of like he he was just a sweet guy who wanted to take care of his mother who he thought was just you know a sweet just a hurt woman a gem and and then they took him off his meds and because you know the funding cut out and then he just he just lost it and he and people you know spat on him they beat him up they stole from him and then you know the old boy gives him a gun to protect himself and he just he just snaps did they deserve it though the people that he shot yes um or was he right to act in self defense oh yeah well surely surely he could act in self defense uh the thing have you the laughing thing oh i think that was a great way to incorporate the laugh right but that is right and i was like oh that's a cute thing oh he has a disease that makes him laugh and stuff but like i went home and saw a video of like that's an actual chronic illness oh you know yeah it's an actual and thing for some because my phone knew i went and saw the joker it suggested mm-hmm. me you know because we're all being watched and monitored all 24 7 and we're just hamsters on as the wheel. soon as you went to type it in it oh. was the first suggestion. No, no, didn't even type it in. Oh. Literally opened up YouTube homepage where it gives you the suggestions. Literally, it's like, oh, here's this man with this chronic. You know, you know how like I, I don't watch people it's with very diseases. Convenient. Yeah. Very, convenient. very convenient. It's right there with a whole bunch of like Joker ending explained yeah. and you know, hundred and seventy four thousand Easter eggs you missed mm-hmm. with like a with a thumbnail that has like a red arrow pointed at nothing. That's and you're right. like, oh, what is that? I gotta click on it. But like literally, it's like this dude videoing his buddy who has a disease, and this poor guy is just laughing, but like he's trying to fight it and he hates it, and like he, you can just tell how miserable he is, and it's like, like I can't even imagine. Oh no, it's. I think they did a. It, it was a fantastic way to work in the laugh because you, it all, it, it made you sympathetic toward him. Yes. In certain situations where. He, of course, wasn't feeling what he was presenting to other people. Yeah. And that's something that – and it was great because the, the whole focus on the, the, the mental health side, it allowed people who haven't experienced mental health or know what mental health is like to see what it's somewhat like in a physical form. And you're feeling a certain way, but then you can't really get you know that exact feeling – and it came through physically as maybe he was – he didn't find things funny, but he would laugh. Right, and then he didn't know certain social – so like he had this laughing disease but then also didn't know how to properly laugh like in social environments. Or no. he didn't even know like actual social cues. Like yeah. he sit in the club, everyone's laughing. He's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. like a fucking well, Yeah, like he guy. had to make sure everyone else was laughing. Right. And then he would laugh. How would you rate his stand-up? Not not good. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing, like we talked about with the whole did it happen, did it not, they had Mm -hmm. at the beginning, or not in the beginning of the movie, but toward the middle, they had it to where his his stand-up was quote-unquote successful in the movie, and the girl that he was having this fake relationship with with was in the back – well, she I was forgot. laughing at her jokes, his jokes. He was, you know, she was sitting there, and we were all like, "Why the hell would she be sitting there with these awful jokes?" But then it turns around that he, whenever he says the joke that Robert De Niro pulls at the very end of the movie, right. the crowd starts to laugh, and then so you assume in the middle that his stand-up goes well and that people are good and he gets a good reception. But at the very end, 
you find out that it was shitty. Of course, the girl wasn't there, and that he used it. Uh, Robert Nero's character used it to mock him. Well, I don't think it, I don't think it was good because like he went up there and he said some he said some joke about school or something, and then nobody laughed, and then he just kind of stood there, and then he started laughing because of his disease. Yeah, and then people started laughing because he couldn't stop laughing. Correct. So like I don't know. I don't know. If and this- that was like people thought it was like, such a great way to show like again how that can absolutely like destroy your life and a point to where like physically you have something that's wrong with you and you can like other people can see it and that mirrors like the mental health side that they like obviously so like went into in this movie. Right. And so people were able to see like you can you almost like judge someone when you see them laughing. You think, of course, oh, they think it's funny. So he's telling jokes that aren't funny, and he's laughing. So everyone's like, why the hell is this guy laughing at his own jokes? They're not even funny. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Right. And then, but he actually has a a medical disorder. It's just fantastic. It's great. Great film. Great film. Um, if you can, if you could change one thing of the movie, would what would you if you could? Like what was like if you had to because you're we're saying positive but like what was your your nitpick if you had to nitpick something or like a a glaring issue you had with it if you had any uh, I don't know if I had many glaring issues mm-hmm. I just think that the movie would have now I I I believe the movie got uh you know very good raves and reviews and scores by a lot of people critics were eh. yeah so I I just think that if well, it would kind of take away from some of the movie, but I think if they they tried to be more clear in what they were actually doing, I think the movie could have came across a little easier to watch. Yeah. Because there was – well, I mean that, that was also part of what they were trying to do because there were times when you're sitting in the movie theater and it was probably the most uncomfortable slash cringiest you've ever been watching a movie just in some of these – some of these silent gaps whenever he's, you know, he's talking with the therapist at the very beginning uh-huh. or he's just like, he's just literally like chilling. Like when he's sitting on the couch and he's doing the joke and he's like acting like he was going to shoot himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause that was his plan. He was yeah. Gonna... So it's just like, I don't, I don't think there wasn't like a major flaw for me and I might be missing something that if it was brought up to me or I was to see it, that I would probably want it to be changed. But I think if things were just presented a little clearer at the beginning, that it would have been easier for people to kind of wrap it up as it went on. Yeah. Do you no. have any? I know you asked the question, so I assume you may have something, but I'm not sure. I think it would have been nice if uh, it just – I don't like leaving a movie because the first movie I ever saw that hurt my brain was uh, – Inception. That, well, that's. A, I went and saw that a good one. with my mom as a child, not even knowing what was going to happen, and then left the movie. Just I, I don't probably shaped you for life. I don't honestly. like going into something and then coming out with questions that I know will never be answered. Correct. Because because why answer questions? Because you just want people to keep watching it more and more, and then as the years go on, you know, some did some dude did like a te- uh, like a TED talk thing at Google about how um, Inception was like this big old metaphor for like the movie making industry, and I watched that, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's that, and then and then and then there's all these theories. I don't like theories. 
I just want to watch a movie, be like, boom, boom, boom. Like, King Kong is like the perfect movie with Jack Black. Very straight. Oh. It, the, the King Kong Jack Black. Jack Black King Kong. The one that he's in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the most recent King yeah, yeah. Kong. So you think? Oh, oh, no, not not Kong Skull Island. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. But like Samuel the, Jackson. The, the, like the previous King Kongs, the one. Like you think that the Jack Black one is like the best King Kong movie? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, that's, King Kong fights. Well, like I was trying to figure. I was trying to figure it out though. So you think that's the best King Kong movie? And well, it is probably. It is a very entertaining and straightforward movie. You're right. Well, yeah. It's it's it's. People go to an island. They, you know, villagers are not friendly. Some people die. They go to find this giant creature, or this, you know, why they call it Skull Island. And then they go and they find this monkey. They bring the monkey back. Very large monkey. And then people are like, oh my god, big monkey, let's... Let's pay five dollars to see Let's go see the big monkey. Yeah. And then big monkey's like, I don't like being looked at as the big monkey. And then he snaps, and he, in the process, he falls in love with the little white girl. And it's a metaphor for uh, – it's – oh, man. It's a metaphor for integrated relationships. Um, okay. Like cross-race relationships. Human-animal or – No. Oh, so – Like it's – Like a, interspecies. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Okay. So, so King Kong is an allegory. <laughs> for what what I'm trying to say, mixed relationships. Yeah, it takes place like in the with an animal and a person. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. Listen to me. Yeah, listen to me. Hey, listen to me. I'm listening. This takes place in the 20s. This mm-hmm. is during a time where the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, sure. The yeah, the Roaring Twenties. Thank you, Gatsby. Um, where this is a time where if there's a an African American person portrayed on screen. It's a white man wearing blackface, uh, and King Kong dates back to even that. Like, like those are like one of the original like mm-hmm. movies was King Kong. So the whole allegory is they go and they bring back. They go on a ship. They go to this land of these hostile, primitive natives, and they have this big, brutish monkey. That's mm-hmm. that's like the king of the island. He's a gorilla, and all the and all the white people they take this giant yeah gorilla mm-hmm. and they bring, against his will against his will they bring him on a boat back across the ocean to America. They show him off to all the white people. Be like, look at this great gorilla, and 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 then in the process, the gorilla doesn't want any problems. All he wants to do is just love this little white woman. And the world says, nay, you can have this little white woman because you're a monkey. I don't see an issue with that. From a straightforward physical, you are a seven-ton gorilla. I'm telling you to look past the word and see like the stereotypes that that word brings up. I mean, you're right, but I don't think like the people being like, hey – like you shouldn't let we shouldn't let King Kong too close to the girl because but he wouldn't hurt her. They shown that they show that he wouldn't hurt. I her. I mean, he wouldn't hurt her, but like, are we are we going to have are we going to? You're arguing for an actual 
physical intimate relationship. No, between no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying a the large metaphor. gorilla. Um, the metaphor. Oh, I understand the, the metaphor, metaphor. But the people being like, "Hey, you shouldn't do that." No, it's if really, we're talking literally, no, I do not think a yeah, skyscraper. It's, it's not. It's not crawling. a bad idea for people to say, "Hey." That monkey shouldn't be loving that that woman. That yes, that's fine. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm saying the grand metaphor. I just believe that's the stretchiest part. The grand the grand metaphor is that he he dies, and everyone's like, you know, he falls. By the way, uh, I cry every time I watch that movie. You do because he's on top of the skyscraper, mm-hmm. and she's up there, and she's just like crying. And then, oh, also, I hate when animals die. You're getting a little teared up talking I, about it. <laughs> I hate when animals die in movies, let alone a giant CGI gorilla. Not a big Marley and Me fan, huh? No, one and done. One and done. Got it out the way like a Band-Aid. That's the worst movie. I'm never watching it again. Every time I see my yellow lab puppy, that's all I see. It's all I see is that's me as Owen Wilson one day in a vet going, Wow. Wow, this is it. You're you're really dying. Wow, that's great. Wow. But so your dog's name is Harley. Uh, is that some no, sort of no? Just by happenstance. Oh, happen chance. Happenstance. Is it spelled the same? But you switch the H for an M. Correct. Unbelievable. Like Harley Davidson. Yeah. So. Or Harley Quinn. So you've like the Joker. Like yeah, correct. So you've met you've. Made a memory of that movie in no, your now no, pet. No. Uh, the reason why I named her Harley was because uh, I couldn't think of a name. I had her for like a week. Um, and I couldn't think of a good name. And so we were, she was, uh, I had her in my front seat. We are driving. We are at a line in Taco Bell. And I'm trying to think of some names. So I'm running through the process. I'm just spewing out names. And... All of a sudden, you know, I was like Harley, and then she looked at me and she like barked, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's it." She, well, she chose it. It's Harley. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is, King Kong is very sad because all he wanted to do was love that woman, and she loved him back, and society said, "No, y'all can't be together." And then he falls. He and then he falls down. He falls off the sky, skyscraper, and everyone's crawling all over his body, getting pictures because all they care about is you know the pictures and the spectacle of the whole thing. And then Jack Black's sitting there, and he's petrified. You know, he feels responsible for all that he's done and all he's contributed to this because out of greed he brought this this creature. You know, that's right. And he was saying, you know, it was beauty who killed the beast. And then. I'm crying, and then I feel the world's crying, honestly. Mm. And um, it's very, very sad. Very sad. But I I think that's the perfect movie, the perfect structure. Because I don't leave King Kong being like, well, maybe maybe they'll get back together, or maybe... The, or maybe, maybe he actually didn't or die. Or maybe he like, never, they never made it to the island. Exactly. Maybe they just washed up. Somewhere. Well, I mean, I think some I, I don't like some don't like. movie creators and producers probably don't want you. Probably it's good to it's good for you to exercise the 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 chance to think for yourself. And I think that's something that the Joker movie did very well. And you kind of were just like figuring out: Did this really happen? Are we sure this happened? But we didn't. You don't figure it out. Well, of course you know you don't figure it out, but you're always thinking which. 
can make the movie even better than if it was just straight told to you. Because then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Sure. We would just be like, hey, the Joker did this. And yeah, it was a great film, but like... But I think regardless, we would say... If what it, happened? If it was more definitive, we would still say it was a great movie. Oh, yes, but we wouldn't have the chance to ask, like, or think, or theorize, maybe this happened, maybe it didn't. So, I think in some cases, in some movies, it's better to just have it told to you, straight up. Right. But that, in that, other cases, it, it does well to kind of leave the audience, you know, with questions as they leave the theater. That's fine. I also um, I am I get very anxious in movies now. Um, I don't like to think. I don't think that it's uh, g- good to go out in public and think atrocities are going to happen to you in a oh, public no. environment. But whenever I started my first semester of college, mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting in my history class. My teachers giving a lecture and all of a sudden i hear just a bang just i I can't make sounds right now uh but there's a bang in the hallway and literally in half a second my brain was like that's a shooter and then next half half a second is i'm looking i'm like looking at what's the game plan gonna be Mm -hmm. there's a door right there's a door right there there's there's two door back Left shoulder, door back, right shoulder, exit door right there. If he comes through here, we're going to do this. And I, I thought about this. Scene. Turns out it was just the janitors coming through getting yeah. the trash cans. Yeah. And But it turns out they did that every class. So every time I had that class, I had the same occurring, like, dream. Like, it, it's, it, like it, it's, it's, like, implanted in my head. Like, if, I, if I'm at a movie and I hear, like, someone – open a door from the hallway or I hear someone like an usher or something is getting a trash can in the hallway. My brain, I, I, I don't know why it just jumps to this half a second of like, all right, you know, fight or flight. What's going on? So is it when you hear all loud noises? Like if you're in public and you hear a loud noise, you- I mean, only ones that could be distinguished as like, that didn't sound good. Like if I heard a bang, I'm like, that is, a, that is, that's not a good bang. I don't like that bang. I don't know if that's a very healthy way to live. It's not, but it, it's but like I but I feel like at this point, if it does happen, like I'm the guy. Like I'm I, like I know what to do. Okay. Like I see exits. I see I like uh-huh. I know the game plan. If I'm high up, I'm probably gonna hit the ground, and then. Uh, but then, uh, but then again, game plans are nothing until it happens. This is true. But unfortunately, m- for most people, there's there's not much that you can do. But is it th- is this something that prevents you from I don't going, like going into public to, space? I, um, whenever I was watching the, um, not public spaces, um, but I I can't not say that I don't at least entertain. Like I try to calculate the probability. Of like okay, because like we were at a we I was at the LSU Florida game, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going me and uh, this lovely lady I'm seeing the ga- I was seeing the game with. We were walking up, uh, going up the escalators to our seat, and all of a sudden the escalators stop. That's right. And at the top of the escalators are fully vested cops. 
are are we just gonna pretend like that wasn't like that like that's just a thing? Like, oh, okay. Oh, pardon me, sir. Yes, <laughs> let me go higher up in this giant structure. No, no, I don't have any questions. Like, I'm gonna have some thoughts, and then I get up to the stadium, and <laughs> and then so that's in the back of my head. And then we get up to the stadium, pregame stuff comes out, LSU runs out, and they do the fireworks and the cannon stuff. Not good for not good for that thought. But you know they always do the fireworks I and the forgot. cannons. I forgot. I totally forgot. Because that was the first game I went to for the season. So when the cannon when shot. No, 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 no. I went uh, I went to Utah State. So when the cannon shot, did you immediately grasp your chest and go down oh, to your knees? Oh, I I started looking around for like how like but like I was like, okay, it's it's good fireworks. Okay, we're good, we're good. It's uh also they had p- guys parachuting in. They did. Um, very cool. Getting the army involved. I'm already seeing vested guys walking around. You know, and then turns out after the game, some dude made a false flag. Well, there was a reason for the the, the a false the flag men. bomb yeah. threat, which maybe is why they turned off the escalator. So like there was actually like a they thought there might have been a bomb. Yeah. So like, was I really wrong to think any of that? Yes and no. You're only. But they were thinking it. You're too. only not wrong when you're when you're right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But I'm right so often. Not in these situations, you won't be. Okay. Because, like, you can't, like, if you leave here Mm -hmm. and go get something to eat, and let's say you're inside at this place of where you're getting food, and someone closes the bathroom door so hard that the building shakes. No, that's di- that's different. You automatically think that you're gonna die. Like if I'm at a Chick Fil A, that that thought would never cross okay, my mind. Okay, well, not not with the Lord's Chicken, but you're you're in a you're in a space and you hear a bang and you automatically think you're gonna die. If I if catastrophe's happening, the odds are that the odds are very low that it's actually going. It's to only happen. if I'm in a big big crowd. Okay, that's like. And like, so like, whenever I went to England, I don't know if you know this, Gary. I went to England. Oh, well, I do know. Oh yeah, I, okay. Took oh. a uh, greyhound there. Um, I went to Manchester, and I remember going around the city. You know, you know, seeing and meeting a lot of cool people. I remember I was uh, driving by, and uh, my Uber was like, you know, that's the Manchester Arena. That's mm-hmm. where they do events and stuff, and blah blah blah. And then I, uh, then I eventually went to go see Old Trafford and go do a bunch of stuff. And then I come home, and my grandma, who's just a very concerned older white lady, she was like, were you not worried about ISIS while you were over there? And I was like, what? I'm like, I'm like grandma, it's England. ISIS isn't in England. Are you sure about that? And then like the next week... Ariana Grande's concert gets like bombed at the Manchester Arena. Like, I mean, these are it's 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 upsetting that I have to have these thoughts. But am I wrong for having these thoughts? Whenever I'm at like a music festival, I don't think you're wrong. I just I think it's or, too stress inducing. Or, or if I'm at an LSU game and they stop the escalator and there's guys like ready to go, and then all of a sudden here, I think it's I think it's just unnecessary stress in your life. Well, yeah. And 
and maybe there there might be a point where unfortunately you are involved in something like that mm-hmm. and if the numbers go your way and 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 you are among the select few that um suffer that fate then um then at that point you kind of just gotta you gotta tip your cap I got to, the, to, 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 to the to the fate and to destiny you know, I have a funny story about that. So, oh, oh you I, have I live, a funny story I, about no, no, about, about destiny and stuff. Oh. So, I live with uh, the dude, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. One of the one of the first times that uh, one of the first couple of weeks that we were here, uh, his parents were over doing some restoration around the house, fixing some things up, mm-hmm. and so uh, I get a pizza delivered. And I get a – it is Papa John's, not sponsored. Not sponsored. I get a large pizza. But heavily and, endorsed by the – Of the, course. The Hamilton yes. um, house. I get a large Papa John's pizza, mm-hmm. and I get the special where you also get the two-liter Coke. Yeah. Okay. And so – I mean, uh, uh, excuse me, a two-liter beverage. It wasn't a Coke because they don't have Coke products. How dare them? Yeah, Pepsi. So they have Pepsi. So I get a Pepsi. Communist. Yeah. I get a Pepsi two-liter. So I walk my two-liter into the kitchen, uh-huh. and uh, Mr. Jeff, Chris's – or the dude's dad. Yeah. Dude he senior. says uh, – Yeah. He says, um, you know, I saw something on the internet the other day about how some guy at the uh, one of the Pepsi factories – was putting some of his HIV positive blood into <laughs> some of the two liter Pepsis. And this is a fun story you said. Well, it's related to destiny. And I said, <laughs> Mr. I said, Mr. Jeff, if I crack open this two liter uh-huh. and pour it out into a cup, yeah, yeah. and this happened to be one of the two liters that he put his HIV blood in, then I'm gonna tip my cap and say it was just time. But there's yeah, things that happen yeah, in this but, life. But yeah, but think about you actually drink that because you think, oh, in the moment, oh, you know, oh, let the gods decide. And I take a swig of Pepsi, which, by the way, is bad enough you're drinking Pepsi. Well, and then you go to the doctor. You're like, hey, doc, I'm feeling – doc, doc, I'm feeling really bad, doc. And then all of a sudden he's like, Marty, you have AIDS. And then you're like, you're, how bad are you going to feel? You're like, oh, I just had to be cool in that moment and drink that Pepsi. I would probably, I would probably honestly feel better that I did than if I didn't, because at least I would know, right? I'm not involved in many activities that would allow me to receive AIDS, <laughs> but if I went to the doctor randomly, like, oh, I just don't feel good, whatever, and I get come, if, and he comes back with your HIV positive. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what's going on. I'm literally going to be just bl- mind blown my the rest of my entire life. You're gonna feel like an idiot. Yeah, because you drink. You well, no, drink. because I wouldn't know, right? And then, and then guess what? Every time you're gonna have to tell someone, you know, how did you get HIV? You're gonna say, I drank Pepsi, and they're gonna think, Pepsi. Why not Coke? Yeah, why not Coke? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like, they'll be like, oh, well, that's why. I get it. So, I get it. but I would tell people some guy at a Pepsi factory put HIV blood into some Pepsi. You see what and happened? I unfortunately was. got some of the Pepsi that was infected. No one's going to believe that story because it wasn't my fault that the Pepsi was contaminated, right? But no one's going to believe that story. Well, how can they trace it? How can they trace it? Surely back? there's a link. Somewhere. How can they trace it back to the Pepsi? What do you mean? Like if you you get HIV, you have HIV. Uh-huh. You don't have Pepsi Zero HIV. Just or normal Pepsi. Cherry normal Vanilla Pepsi. Coke Zero. Nope, just normal Pepsi. So, 
But like, if you get HIV, they're not gonna be like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna take a blood sample and look at it. Be like, oh well, it turns out we found traces of Pepsi in your blood. You're talking about the doctor. Yeah, like like only you are gonna blame the guy in the factory, but people are gonna think that you're doing disgusting sex. Okay, things. so what happens if I say, hey, um, unprotected sex? There things. there was a guy in the in a Pepsi factory that was putting HIV positive blood into some of the two liters and. And the doctors would be like, that they, really happened? They, and then, yeah, and they do research and they see that someone did do that. I mean, that that's credibility. Well, you know who you sound like whenever you say that, though? You sound like Alex Jones. Well, what do you mean? They're putting blood in the Pepsi that's turning everyone into no. having HIV no. positive. We're, we're not turning the frogs Early Clinton. We're not turning the frogs yet. This it's it's gonna be fact because it'll be in like a news story because this guy will obviously be arrested. And about look, this guy putting his blood in some Pepsi, and unfortunately, the world cursed me into getting, you know, that batch. But no, the world didn't curse you. You you curse yourself because you told dude senior a watch this one take this shot let the gods decide. No, 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 no. Because it was already decided at that point. No, there's no such yeah. thing as destiny. Surely oh, not. there is. Absolutely. You know, I almost, uh, whenever I came here to film, not the this most recent uh, Gary and the Dude, the one before that, I almost, I should have died mm-hmm. on the way here. I was leaving my neighborhood, and as I look down, I see cars far enough distance. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start turning out then all of a sudden i see i squint for a second and then i see a car's coming right at me with no headlights on mm-hmm. and pitch black dark he's coming right at me and i don't have time to move so i'm i'm st- I, I don't have time to be like oh and then go back don't have time and the person swerves out the way no headlights on and then They stop and they look back at me like, are you crazy? And I'm like, and as they stop, a bus is coming. I swear to God, a bus is coming right at me. And then I had time to get out of the way for the bus. But the, and, and so I drove up to these people at a red light. And they looked at me like, what's wrong with you? Like, why did you? I'm like, you don't have fucking headlights on. So do you think an impact would have killed you? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like Ab- dead? Like, no, like, I'm talking like my neighborhood. I, I drove out perfectly to where I was so exposed. Like like literally like. So I, this would have been a, a, a prime USD T-bone. No, like, like the, the hood of the car would have like middle of the hood straight on impact into my seat. Yeah. So a dead. prime USD grade T-bone would have happened. Sh- but sideways is that? Can a T bone be sideways? From like, is a T bone? Describe a T bone besides a steak. I've never been in a T bone. What would the shape of both of your cars? What shape would it have made? I would make a T. Wow. Yeah, that's the phrase T boned. Huh. Yeah. Well, thank God I survived, so I can learn that horrible, horrible. Fun fact, but no, I, I, your destiny theory is very flawed. So you're saying King Kong was destined to die? Uh, well, no, King Kong's fictional, so I don't, I don't know. He was destined to do whatever the writers say. But Anywho, yeah, but, but yeah, but the joke to wrap this up, the Joker, a great movie. Um, I think 
I think as time goes on, I think as more people take a look at it, um, I think that it'll age well. Um, I don't know what they plan on. I, think, I hope it's just a one and done because I really enjoyed uh, the direction. I enjoyed the philosophy of it, how it was it was different. Um, I think it's I think it has the potential to be like a classic, like a rewatchable type of movie mm-hmm. that's just like, you know, it's rainy. It's the weekend. You don't have nothing to do. And like you just want to feel really just dirty. And just like so put weird. some Joker on, just put some Joker on, and then try to piece it together. But so, would you not like respect or like want like a small cameo in a in a Batman in a another movie? Just not not anything that would you know. Of course, it would still be canon so like an in actual. That well, 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 that movie isn't connected to like the actual DC timeline, like. Their cinem like their cinematic universe that's not connected to it. It's like a multiverse. But like. there's more movies coming, correct? Right, but I'm saying Walking Phoenix's it's n- Joker, it's already not connected. Like they've already said that. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like the, like there's any chance that Walking Phoenix and like Robert Pattinson's Batman are going to interact. Mm. Like it's like at the most it was like a multiverse thing where like um. on a different timeline than these people that might have happened. Yeah. Or just you know because DC's really sloppy they're like yeah we'll let you use this. Uh. It, it's like it's like whenever Sony did Spider Man and then all of a sudden Marvel did Spider Man. Mm. And then okay. Sony was like, no, we want Spider-Man back. And they're like, what are you going to do? You know, you can't do the Marvel Spider-Man. So it's going to be a different – it's going to be a whole different thing. Yeah. whole different thing. So Uncon- – Unconnected. But, but they all exist in the same multiverse bullshit. In that thing. case, I think it would be cool if they did like an Arthur Fleck like Easter egg. Like huh. not, not even mention his character but have Joaquin Phoenix like in – Arthur Flex like look and then like have like uh Batman run into him or something like just in like a public setting to where like he only has like a line or two but like everyone knows like that's like that's Arthur Fle- like that's that's the Joker. Yeah. Like I think that would be pretty cool. Okay. Well, uh final thoughts wrapping it up. Uh if you just had to give like a really cliche out of 10. What what, what would you give it? The out Joker? Of, yeah, out of 10. Um, and we're big boys, so we can do decimals. Yeah, so it's – see, I'm not a really big movie watcher. Um, there's not many movies that they – probably since the Harry Potter movies. And I'm, I'm, a very, I'm a very avid Harry Potter <laughs> oh, fan. Oh, no. There, has, there hasn't been many movies in the history of my life when they are um, you know, advertised to come out in theaters that I say, I'm going to see that movie. You have movie. to go watch it. I'm going to see that movie. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you, um, you don't like Star Wars. And this this was one of those movies. Even with like, you know, I was late into Marvel and the Avengers and stuff. and Very late. Of course, I was like, yeah. At the end. I was like, yeah, I'll go. At the I end. I mean, we're, we're, we're only in phase three. At, sure. But, but I mean, but really, it's the end. So... I, it wasn't even like the end game. It was like it was called End Game. Yeah, I wasn't like I have to go. Like I gotta go see that movie. I was like I'm gonna see it eventually. You had you no, but you you knew that you had to go through the gauntlet of every movie because you know you had to see End Game. Yeah. So, Which like I'm, I said, I don't go to the movies a lot, but this was one that I went, mm-hmm. and it kind of rekindled that flame of uh-huh. going to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so is there a movie that you've put in your eye out? There's, there's not. <laughs> See, I don't really pay enough attention to the cinema to know what's coming out. Of course, Star my, Wars? my little, my see, my little brother works at a movie theater. Oh, and um, I've always wanted to work at a movie theater. So he works at a movie theater. So he, he kind of knows like what's coming up. Of course, he works there. He rips tickets. He does all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's you know down the pipeline, so to say. He knows what's out now, but. This was a movie that when I saw it, and of course I was always a big fan of the Batman Arkham games, like we've talked about earlier, and the Joker in that series is probably one of the the better villains in any video game series, and so of course I was, I was, I was hooked. Yeah. Like I said, I hadn't been hooked since like 2010, 2011 when Harry Potter ended. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to go see this movie. I went... Uh, I went very late on release on that Friday on the release day, which I hadn't done again since the Harry Potter movies came out. I hadn't gone on a release night for anything. Mm. I went, I watched the movie, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was thinking about that movie until I saw it on the Friday. I was thinking about that movie until the next Wednesday at the least. Mm. Um, so with that being said, of course, nothing's perfect in this world. No. Not, you could never have a 10. But uh, I, I'm I'm giving it a strong nine two. That's I was gonna say nine two. Like a strong I was, nine. I was nine gonna say nine two. two. Wow, like, it was fantastic. Nothing's really gonna be perfect. I'm not exactly sure what could have been done to make the score higher, but I'm I like it sitting there at nine point two. That's what I like. Yeah, that's ve- yeah yeah. We both we both thought nine two. That's very on point. Um. A lot of good points. I like I said. I think this will you know be a classic after time, and uh, yeah, this has been a a hell of a discussion on Joker, and uh, maybe maybe we can get you into uh, seeing some movies, Gary. We can delve into your mind and kind of you know get you out there seeing more things. Yeah. So when Disney Plus goes live, oh. I think like this week or something. Can we do? Can we do like a um? We can do like a three-hour just deep dive into the whole Even Stevens. Like, oh no, 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 family. I'm talking of... about real. Mo- I so I haven't I haven't watched a Star Wars movie from beginning to end. Um, the only one I've really watched beginning to end was the first one of the new, this newest Force trilogy. Awakens. Yeah, so I haven't seen any of the old ones beginning to end. Of course, I've seen, you know, iconic scenes. Of course, I've seen it on TV, just flipping through the channels, watching for 20, 30 minutes. So you're you're a big Jar Jar Binks guy. But I've never, I love, I've always heard that Jar Jar Binks is the best character in the Star Mm -hmm. Wars universe for the worst. Lisa gonna be the emperor one, though. The worst of reasons. But I would like to, before the the newest one comes out, The Last Jedi, to, again, in my Marvel-esque way, watch all of the movies heading up until uh, I, does it come out on Christmas or is it it's like the week of yeah like okay. the 22nd or something well yeah so I give it a 9-2 nine 9-2 two. Nine two. that'll wrap up our, our we have some uh, we have some more pressing details to uh, that's true and uh, we'll we'll get into that but uh, this this wraps up our discussion of the Joker and Gary's inspired me to maybe open up more discussions, especially like Gary said, with Disney Plus opening up. There's a you know the arena is wide open. Oh, 
wide open. You know, and you there's have, so many fantastic things. So many, so many movies we can just do deep dive conversations on. Can I can I go on a tangent that Inches. just that sure. just hit me? Yes, sir. Okay, so I know I've brought this up to you, Payne. I believe mm. I mentioned it. That's me. There's been someone with my debit card information <laughs> making purchases <laughs> on PlayStation Network. Still? There has been someone, and I'm going to get to it, Can making purchases. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Let's get a new card. There, hold on. There has been someone making purchases with my debit card information, mm-hmm. withdrawing money from my bank account mm-hmm. on a PlayStation Network account, obviously, that I'm obviously not making. I have a PlayStation. I have a PlayStation account. I'm not making any charges. My brother has a PlayStation account. He hasn't had any charges that are similar to what I'm seeing on my bank statement. Mm-hmm. I called PlayStation. What is today? Thursday. I called PlayStation on Tuesday. I called them. I say, hey, I've been having this issue. I gave them my account information. It was impossible for them to basically uh, know if it was fraud or not because they can only see what's on my account. Right. So, they yeah. were able to at least identify that I wasn't making the charges that I was talking about. Right. So I got that reference number, and this has been happening for months now. And let me tell you, I've been trying to call PlayStation Network. <laughs> Anyone from PlayStation support that's listening right now, it's absolutely awful, okay? <laughs> I don't have the time at work to sit on the phone in my cubicle and wait for you to get back to me. <laughs> and it's like the last thing on my mind. It happens on the 7th of every month, and I'm getting charged. The 7th of now, every month? See, it is the 7th of this month. So what is he buying? Are you, hold on, okay. hold on. Yes, the story's sir. not over. Yes, sir. Yesterday I called Chase, and I want I want to remind you I've gotten two new debit cards since this has started. Okay, but it, that's been independent of this situation. I had I've I've accidentally bent a debit card, mm-hmm. and I had a debit card that the chip didn't work. So I've gotten two more, and I have one on the way. And the reason why I have one on the way now is because yesterday I called Chase. I uh, claimed the the charges as fraud. I gave yes. them the re- reference number from the talk with PlayStation, so they have that information. They were able to grant me back some of the funds that I lost. Mm. Okay, and this was on the sixth, right? Oh, yeah. The charge happens on the seventh. Yeah. So of course, um, it gets cut off. I feel really good about it because it's something I've been wanting to do for months now. Like <laughs> I said, and I've just either forgot. Or I've I've waited on PlayStation Network for too long and I can't get the fucking support that I need, and so I look. It looks like I'm in the clear, right? But then the seventh comes. It looks like I'm in the clear. Today is the seventh. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm getting charged seventy five ninety nine <laughs> a month. It's always seventy five ninety nine. Seventy five ninety nine a month. So on the seventh. So what kind of subscription is it? That's the question. I I have done some research. Oh, no. There is nothing on PlayStation Network that retails for seventy five ninety nine a month. There's nothing. The year of PlayStation Network. Wait, I have a th- okay. Continue. The year of PlayStation Plus. I have a th- that you don't need to buy every month if you have a year of it. Yeah. Is only fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. There's video games that are still fifty nine ninety nine to. Seventy-five dollars, but, but there's never, not enough video games. He, this person would have to be buying the same to buy seventy-five ninety-nine. So 79. I just got a text from my mother. Shout oh. out Simone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She texts me. She says, "Is this a good PlayStation charge?" With a picture <laughs> of um 
you know, my recent transactions. Uh-huh. And at the very top, uh-huh. right under, right above November 7th, 2019, I have a PlayStation network charge. <laughs> it is now 7833. Oh. So person, whoever knows, person's done. whoever fucking knows out there, <laughs> I know you're stepping it up now. But just know, with the help of the Chase Bank <laughs> and maybe the authorities, I will bring you to justice. How does that happen? But, They're, boy, they are boy, currently boy, investigating my account right now. So they should see that. I'm going to call them again tomorrow and be like, hey, look, this is still happening. You need to go and kill someone. And you know what the worst <laughs> part is? Oh, is that these company, the all of these companies now... They have – the banks basically give these companies, these um, organizations, they give – they you basically – when you sign up for something, you sign up for uh, – if you put your information on some sort of site or a source, yeah. without knowing it, you sign up for if in any case that the information that you have in your wallet – or in your account, if that information is expired, that website, let's say PlayStation, has the right to contact your bank, Chase, and get the updated information without you knowing. But of course, you've already signed up for this in the fine print. So there's no way, for, even if I switch debit cards, yeah, yeah. PlayStation is getting the new information. So whoever this is out there, they're getting the new information right when it updates. And so I'm just... That's the tangent well, I've gone on. So, so no, what I'm trying to t- what I'm trying to suggest is that you have Chase, right? I do. Didn't Chase Chase has had like multiple data breaches before? Maybe, sure. So I'm thinking there's a chance that some guy just like seeded his way into your overall account, into my whole Chase account. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and then he just sees. Because, like, through your whole account, he can see your cards and everything, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you, you know, it canceled a card, but here's a new card. He can see, or, yeah. So so he, he can see, or she, you know, you never know. Uh, they can see what you're doing while you're and then you're like oh the, you know trying to get off the trail here's a new card well guess what i already all right thank you for new card type and new information so what i'm thinking is that uh they definitely yes an investigation needs to go on well one's already happening right now so they um, they credited um a certain amount of money back to my account oh. for some of the charges that have been happening and they will be investigating the Well, I hope he's claim. not listening because he might double down after you. They will investigate the claim, and if they find the claim is worthy, which it should be because I have the reference number from PlayStation where I'm not making the charges and you know that's written down, mm-hmm. then they will um, value those the credit that they gave me. And while they're be- going to investigate my account, someone else is making charges. So I'm going to have to call Chase Bank tomorrow and... And God bless whatever sweet lady or man or man picks up the phone in the support center. I'm going to have to rip some ass. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going on. This is probably some uh, – I'm, I'm not even going to say. I really I really have to restrain myself. Um, well, you know. Yeah. It's the, obviously – it's obviously the Russians. It's honestly the Russians? It's obviously the Russians. Like, and you listen to a 
podcast uh, gathering dude, yes? No, what what different countries have listened to this podcast? What are the oh. like the the small No, no, no. You know like the smaller ones. Yeah, um somebody in one of those countries is hacking the shit out of me. The I forget. The, the I I've seen you the, You have. And I've it was like like I think it was like Trinidad, uh, Trinidad, and, Trinidad, Trinidad and, and Tobago. Tobago. Yeah, someone in there, Trinidad no, well, and Tobago. No, there, there is a Russian. There is at least there is one at least Russian follower. On someone in Trinidad and Tobago is hacking the shit out of my Chase bank account. Trinidad and Tobago. Someone is hacking. What about the Haiti? Shit. You don't think you the know, Haitians are doing this? They're probably upset, and I might be. I may be wrong in saying this. You know, we. I think. I think we didn't. Had, didn't we've had about three Haitian viewers? Didn't also. the U.S. soccer team beat? Trinidad and Tobago. So you think this is a hold on? Didn't they beat Trinidad and Tobago in the World like, Cup or a qualifier? Like Twenty-seven goals. Yeah, I think so. I thought they might have been the team that Landon Donovan scored that last goal on. Um, or it might have been that same year, but they qualified. Anywho, back to the more serious and noteworthy. Wait, point. so are you trying to insinuate this is a revenge? A revenge job. Absolutely, that they're trying to undermine someone in Trinidad and Tr- someone Landon Donovan beat them. Someone in Trinidad and Tobago is hacking the shit Trinidad. out of my Chase bank account. Not Trinidad, not Trinidad. 